Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. So, you're a Cleveland Browns fan. Just how big of a fan are you? Do you deserve a seat at the dog's table? Well, you're here, aren't you? The best fans, the most patient fans in the league. This is the dog's table. Touchdown, Shabba Hub! If you're obnoxious, opinionated, over the top, and you live for the Browns... 45, 40, run, William, run! 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Welcome to your new family. The Dogs Table, an official Dogs by Nature podcast on the SB Nation and Vox Media Podcast Network. Let's do this. Welcome to the Dogs Table. Now your hosts, Craig Fountain and Ryan Angelo. Let's go! Let's go! Go! What's up, everybody? This is Craig Fountain and Ryan Angelo bringing you the Dogs Table podcast. We are new here to the Dogs by Nature Network, and we are excited to bring you weekly Cleveland Browns content. We're going to tell you a little bit about the show today. Ryan, how's it going today? I'm great, buddy. Excited to be here. How's your day going? It's going outstanding, and we're just going to kind of jump into it. This is going to be a short introductory episode. We're going to teach you guys a little bit about the show. Maybe we'll squeeze in a minute or two of Brown's talk, but uh, stay tuned because uh, we're going to let you know what to expect as we as we grow with the Dogs by Nature Network. So we are a Cleveland Browns roundtable discussion show, and we've been broadcasting live Tuesday evenings weekly for quite some time now. This podcast started in December 2020, and... The beauty of our podcast and what makes it unique is we would invite viewers, the audience, you to join the show. And it's very interactive with the audience. And it was designed to be that way because it's not just about myself having a platform. It's not just about Ryan having a platform. It's about everybody having a platform. And we've built a small community around it. And we're here to... uh hope that it grows. We can interact and display with comments that people leave on YouTube and Facebook when we're live streaming the show. We put a link publicly in the comments that allows people to come in and video chat with us on the show. Literally anybody can join the show. So that's the reason why we branded it the dog's table. Uh, just because it's a roundtable discussion show. Now, we're going to be doing something a little bit different here at dogs by nature we are going to split the show up into two sections right so we're going to have an audio only section and what we're going to do is we're still going to go live every tuesday you guys are more than welcome to join us on youtube or facebook or twitter uh our handles at dogs table uh, all those places and you can join the show and participate live and comment and interact and join the show 
But at the beginning of each show, we're going to take the first, uh, depending on the subject matter, 15 to 30 minutes of the show. And it's going to be a little separate. It's just going to be myself and Ryan. It'll be a little bit of adjustment, but we're going to talk Cleveland Browns and we're going to take that audio and we're going to upload it right where you're listening right now. And that's where you're going to be able to find the audio only portion of the show. Now, we're going to transition into a second part of the show. If you watch the show live Tuesdays at 9 p.m. And that's where we will continue to interact with the audience engage with them, let them kind of control the flow of the show and still join the show. The replays will be posted to our social media channels, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, once again. And that is something that, that again, we would love for you guys to come over and participate in. Uh, if not catch the recording of the show that we upload here again, right where you're listening. Uh, that's where you're going to be able to catch the audio. Um, just a little bit about myself. I've, I'm a lifelong Cleveland Browns fan. You can find me on Twitter. Many of you, uh, may have come across my Twitter. It's where I spend most of my time. My handle is at Craig a fountain and I've been doing podcasting about the NFL and Cleveland Browns for quite a few years now. And I recently joined the dogs by nature staff. So I'm excited to to participate in this community and grow the show uh, and engage with you guys. Uh, I'm super excited. Ryan, I'm going to put you on the spot right here. Let's all right. uh, go ahead and what's that? I said, all right, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, go, go ahead and give the Dogs by Nature community a little bit of an introduction about yourself. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm born and raised here in uh, Stark County, Ohio, Northeast Ohio area, obviously, and uh, was born into a Browns uh, family. Um, my earliest memories of Browns fandom was, you know, hanging out in my basement with my my entire family watching Browns and Steelers games and hooting and hollering and doing all that crazy nonsense. So, uh, you know, naturally, I'm a big Browns fan, a big, huge Buckeyes fan as well. Um, got to sneak them in there. Uh, but, uh, other than that, uh, you know, married, I have two boys, uh, trying to raise them the right way to be Browns fans. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of that, uh, that curse and that, uh, love that we have for Northeast Ohio that we're, we're, we're born into. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a journey as a Browns fan for both of yeah. us. And and we're actually both in the Canton area. Ryan's in uh, North Canton. I'm in Alliance, Ohio, home of the Mount Union Purple Raiders. Nobody really knows Alliance exists for any other reason than that. I don't think anyways. But uh, yeah, super excited to to bring our content over here to Dogs by Nature. And we're super grateful to Jared Mueller, SB Nation, Vox Media, Dogs by Nature, it's a blessing to be able to come over here and uh, join the community. So we hope you'll join us either with our live program or uh, with our audio only content that will be uploaded right here where you're listening now. And uh, we look forward to uh, we look forward to it. Uh, there's not a whole lot else to say. I hope that was somewhat of an introduction and a way for you guys to kind of know what to expect from us. Uh, let's just try to squeeze in just a few minutes of football talk. Uh, we're taking the time to record this. We have to talk a little bit of Browns, right? So, Ryan, the big talk this week in Cleveland is the Kareem Hunt trade yes. rumors. How do you feel about the Kareem Hunt trade talk? 
it's a tough one. You know, I think as fans, we're, we're between a rock and a hard place. And I think that Andrew Berry and the front front office of, of this organization are probably in the same place. Um, you know, I think that the trade rumors popping back up at this point in the season are probably a direct result of how poorly the season has gone to this point. Um, you know, we knew it was going to be rough with, uh, you know, a backup quarterback in Jacoby being there um, until Deshaun's Deshaun Watson's suspension is up. Right. So we didn't know what to expect. And and most of us were probably hoping for, you know, a, a 500 um, record up until, you know, he, he gets back, but uh, you know, things have just kind of taken a turn. Um, so it, it, it's difficult. The front front office now has to decide, you know, whether or not they're going to, um, take a look at these these players that you know have a chance of not returning to the team next year and determining whether or not they're going to release them, trade them, try to get assets for them, or if they're going to ride it out until Deshaun comes back and um, you know, see how those pieces work with him. You know, obviously as fans, it makes you salivate to to think about Deshaun and Chubb and Hunt, you know, uh Cooper all on the same offense and you know, Kareem is a very dynamic player. There's there's a significant drop off there between uh, him and the rest of the, the running backs behind him in the depth chart. So uh, I, I think that the organization ultimately, my prediction is we're going to hold on to him. I don't think they're going to get anything special for him in a trade value. So uh, my prediction is that they're going to hold on to him. You know, obviously I've been wrong in the past. I'll be wrong again, but uh, I think that's just where they're at. And I think they're, they're probably trying to evaluate, you know, the risk versus the reward going forward. And, um, you know, my prediction was always that I, I think that they're going to come to some type of team friendly deal for him to return uh, just because of the dynamic nature of, you know, what he brings to the offense. Yeah. And it's something that this past off season, I, I looked at it as an opportunity for the Browns to lock him up uh, for another few years, especially on some sort of reasonable, reasonable deal. And I don't know if it's going that way now. And I think in order for them to keep him beyond the trade deadline, they have to believe that there's some sort of reasonable expectation that he re-signs here. If they want him back, we don't know if he's welcome back. Um, or that he can contribute to the offense in a way that makes him worth, <laughs> you know, missing out on a draft pick for him, right? Because right. his his contract's expiring at the end of the season. So it's, do we get a draft pick for him now? Or do we keep him on the field and get production that outweighs the value of a draft pick that we would get in return, right? And we know how this regime values draft picks. Or they may say, we reasonably think that we can extend him after this, so we're not going to trade him. I feel like at this point, the trade deadline's on November 1st. We're recording this Thursday, the 27th. So there's still time for him to be unloaded, and I would expect them to trade him. Now, compensation. What's the compensation for Kareem Hunt? Initially, we saw reports that the Browns were looking for a Christian McCaffrey-style haul for Kareem Hunt. Now, I think that the San Francisco 49ers overpaid for Christian McCaffrey. I don't think Hunt's going to bring similar trade value. Now we're getting reports that he can be had for a fourth-round pick, okay, from the insiders. That's kind of the rumor mill that's turning and turning and turning, and, and that's what that is. 
James Robinson just got traded from the Jacksonville Jaguars to the New York Jets for a sixth-round pick that could become a fifth if he hits certain marks. So when we look at that type of conver- uh, compensation, rather, I think that a fifth round would be reasonable for Hunt. A fourth would, I think, be even better, but I think a fifth is a more realistic. Maybe a fifth that could turn into a fourth. I think he's more talented than James Robinson, but Robinson brings youth, and we don't know what his ceiling is yet. So what are your thoughts on that, Ryan? Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it then in that moment. You don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of like afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts. I agree. I think, you know, the ceiling is probably a fourth round pick. Um, you know, if, if they can snag that from somebody... Uh, it's probably going to happen, but at the same time, um, I'm not sure if they can get it. You know, I just think that it's, it's just a difficult situation with him because he did have some injury, you know, injury problems last year. Um, so the production wasn't necessarily there last year. Um, he started off the year kind of limited so far this, this season. So, um, you know, there's not a lot of volume to go off of. It's, it's, you know, undeniable that he's a talented player. Um, it's just the Browns don't utilize him obviously as much as a, you know, a Nick Chubb type player. So um, Which Nick Chubb is getting unprecedented volume and Kareem Hunt is on the field for just as many snaps as he has been in the past, but he's correct. not touching the ball. Right. Yeah. So that makes it difficult for them. I mean, it's, you know, you're going to have to hopefully get a team that's, that's desperate and, and needs a situation needs a player right now. Um, but I think ultimately that's, that's going to be why, they're going to keep a hold of him because, you know, if you can't get a fourth rounder for him and you're, you're looking at fifth and sixth rounders, I mean, fifth and sixth rounders, those are such hit and miss hit and miss picks when it comes draft time that, you know, is it really worth it at that point? You know, do you want to break up the best backfield in the NFL for a fifth or a sixth rounder? I don't think Andrew Barry's going to see that as more of a reward versus risk scenario. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next few days. And we'll, we'll definitely know, you know, Tuesday next week when we do our, our episode that, um, you know, if, if they've added to the team or subtracted. Yeah. And there could be other pieces being added. I have a feeling that one way or another, we're going to have some interesting things to discuss 100%. Uh, next Tuesday evening. So uh, it's not going to be Kadarius Tony. He got traded today to the chiefs. And did you see the compensation on that? Um, I, I, I saw it was multiple picks, but I don't remember off the top of my head, which it was a third round and a conditional sixth, which kind of surprised me. Yeah. That's a lot for him. It seems like it, it seems like it, but, uh, you know, Kansas city gets, gets a wide receiver. There's uh, plenty of other wide receivers on the market. 
it's not our primary need on the Cleveland Browns. That would obviously be interior defensive line. <laughs> I think right. most people would agree with that. But the wide receiver trade market's going to be hot. So maybe they do something there. Maybe they do something at defensive tackle. Maybe they make another linebacker move. Who knows? But we'll be back to talk about that next week. We're, we're going to get a handle on the schedule to upload it. So the goal is going to be to upload our episode at the same time every week so you guys know when to expect it. Our plan is to have it uploaded overnight, Tuesday night, so it's available for you Wednesday morning when you wake up. We'll see how it all works out. Uh, it might take us a few weeks to get into a groove with a new routine, but we are just so excited again to be with Dogs by Nature, SB Nation, and Vox Media. We're going to go ahead and cut this episode short. That's just a glimpse of what our show will kind of be like. So tune in next week. Find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Dogs Table. Uh, my Twitter handle, my personal one is at Craig A. Fountain. And Ryan's is at Ryan Angelo CLE. So we look forward to uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. Until next time, go Browns. Go Browns. Hello, I'm Neil Patel, the editor in chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial Series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial Series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was supported by Reddit for Business. You want the right attention for your business, but you don't know where to get it. It should be a place where people actually take the time to engage with your ads. Why not try Reddit? They seem to have the whole engagement thing down pat. With over 100,000 communities, Reddit users are some of the most active online. Meet your potential customers where they feel most at home, with 90% of users trusting Reddit to learn about new products and brands. Just go to redditforbusiness.com slash vox to learn more.